How's it going, Rollers? We are so excited to announce that Goblins and Growlers has released a new adventure book, Feats of Excursa. Three tabletop adventures based on classic fairy tales, and it's accessible to adventurers of all ages, from grizzled veterans to green, grizzled young veterans. Original stories, original art, and original monsters. Feats of Excursa is available at bit.ly slash E-X-C-U-R-S-A. That's bit.ly slash excursa and locally at Alpha Comics and Games in Willow Lawn, Richmond, Virginia. Scale the tower, slay some monsters, stage a coup. And while you're at either of those places, please check out volume one of our one-page dungeon compendium, custom class-specific character and spell sheets, as well as shirts, buttons, so much more. Thank you all so much for your support, and let's get you to the episode. Because <laughs> Chapman just wants you to push him Isn't and an then just touch him, touch him so he can get, get his... Satisfaction. 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 I hate everything Satisfaction. that's happening, so I'm just going to start DMing, okay? Okay. <laughs> Wait, is that af- how DMing works? I ain't afraid <laughs> to no ghosts. I ain't afraid to no bed. What is happening? Good. We, We're busting, 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 This is Quid Pro Roll. A fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Well, howdy, listeners. Welcome to the Daily Crier Listening Show, where all the news varying and beyond can make its way right to you. Time is... Well, let's just say it's uh, exceedingly simple until you try doing anything fancy with it. Then things get complicated. Even just looking into the past can cast incredible ripples in the pond of the present, let alone taking steps in the time of our forefolk. But looking forward, seeing into the future can often be twice the burden of hoping for the best. Now see, the party spends their final night at the monastery talking heatedly over food, dutifully cleaning dishes, and making room on their plates for those harder-to-swallow pills. Pressing on is upon each of their minds, though perhaps more to escape the potentially awkward and certainly heavy conversations that blossom in such a introspective environment than to truly advance the prophesized journey. Will they find their way? Will prophecy protect them? Or must they protect the prophecy? Let's listen in. And as always... Y'all take care now.
since we know where Boat is, uh, let's mosey on to Koza. What are you doing? Koza is yawning and rolling out of bed. Well, luckily, he's already has everything ready to go for the day. So all he has to do is pull on his tunic, throw on his backpack, make sure uh, Bull's in the backpack, and then head down towards the door. All right, Johannes. Johannes has uh, is trying his best to balance five cups of coffee. He's got two across both of his, like, on each arm, and he's got one on his head. And he's walking very slowly. He's lifting his foot, like, one centimeter off the ground and trying to, like, kind of, like, just glide his way forward. I'm just imagining, like, the early part of the Disney movie Cinderella, where she's trying to bring them all, like, a full tea set balanced on her head. Yeah, I'm doing that, uh, but with coffee set. And, but I'm also, he's doing it, and he you can see he's, the only thing that's moving really is his mouth, where he's like, come on, you can do it just like the monks do it. <laughs> I'm gonna have you roll dexterity. Channel your inner monk. Uh, I guess we'll do sleight of hand? Sure. Question mark? I got a uh, seven. With a loud crash... You drop the saucers and cups that you have been carrying, though the coffee does not splash you and burn you like Two-Face. <sighs> well, time to start over. Johannes turns around and goes back, <laughs> starts walking back towards to go inside. As you are walking back in, I'm assuming Solinar is going to step out. Oh, hey, Johannes. Um, where is Boat's dad? <laughs> I was, Boat's I was dad? Gonna... <laughs> what? <laughs> No, no, no. Boat's dad. Oh, oh, wait. Boat's dad? What? Yeah, I was going to get him to give us a little more specifics on this shrine location. He was saying he'd been to maybe get a little confirmation from somebody else. I also figure that's probably where Boat's going to be because Boat's been hanging out with his dad. Mm, that makes dad. sense. Well, I haven't seen Boat or his dad. Nope. Wait, check that. I've seen Boat. He's been by me seven times already while I was trying to carry. I have broken so much china this morning. <laughs> there is a there's a veritable pool of china and coffee out here. Who keeps it's giving all in you the china? same place? He keeps getting he keeps tripping in the exact same spot. I step on the broken glass and it, it makes me fun to drop all the rest of the glass. Well, yeah, this whole area is basically like a pit trap. Like, you can't get across here without slipping and sliding on cobblestones and coffee shards. Unless. Unless. Yeah, now you see. I'm going to channel my inner monk. I can do it. The only way to get through a pit trap is to practice getting through pit traps. Hmm. There is some logic to that. But also, I feel like there's a way to do this without breaking so much china and wasting so much coffee. Yeah, well, uh, until you figure that out, I'm going to go put the next pot on. Solinar, you're going to continue on your way as Johannes merrily jaunts to destroy every piece of china in this monastery. Going to destroy every piece of china in the monastery. Let's, let's workshop that melody a little bit. Um, Melody? Koza, Koza, you and Solinar are going to uh, reach boat roughly at the same time. Oh, hey, guys. Oh, uh, oh hey, good morning. Y'all are slackers. Get get your stuff. Let's get ready good, and get going. Good morning. 
I'm not a slacker. I did at least two morning chores before grabbing all my stuff. Uh, where? Didn't your dad say he was going to give us more specific directions? I'm sure he's around somewhere. I just, we need to get, we need to get going. The sun's up. We're running late. A uh, dragon pendant could probably guide us, but it might be helpful to have someone mark a map with a general area we're looking for, just in case. Melody and Alita are going to rejoin the party. You guys are going to notice that Melody is carrying this enormous cloth cylinder. Like, it looks like she is bringing you a rolled-up rug that she is having trouble seeing over. What in the hell is that? See, Master Tavin gave me these because she said it was unethical for you all to go into the forest without any weapons, but she didn't know what you guys used, so she gave me everything. Did somebody punch you in the throat and it swole shut? I can't, I can't breathe around this big burlap cloth thing. Okay, alright, first of all, set that down. No, that that would make more sense if I was talking without it um, in front of my face. Yes. Second of all, uh, let me let me see what those stabbies got. Let's see. Let's so you see. unroll this like huge cloth, and it's essentially. Have you guys ever gone to like see? really high quality chefs like go cook somewhere or do something and they have like that rollout thing that has all their knives has anyone watched cutthroat kitchen i like how me? you're like have you ever gone to see chefs that like the, like i'm buying a ticket to watch somebody cook <laughs> yeah I, I mean like i know that's a thing but i've been to sea world so that has to be similar when they put the like you know like the little bowling pins out for the dolphins but you know how they have those like little rolled up things, right? With yeah, all with their the knives. Rolling pins in it. Sure. If you yeah. want to main yeah. handle rolling pin, basically every kind of basic, simple weapon and martial weapon are laid out in front of you guys. Now, the ones that you grab will just be basic, normal weapons with none of the accoutrements you might be accustomed to with some of the. Uh, jazziness of the magic weapons you had. Hell yeah, jazz. Yes, Koza, there is a stick. A stick. A jazz stick. Oh. It counts in seven, eight time. Well, I guess I'll, I'll take this one. Why is there a pair of furry boots in here? And why oh, do they smell like pumpkin pie? Oh, oh I'll take those too. All right. All right. They're you, yours if you want them. You have acquired the pumpkin boots of Sasquatch. Just remind me what season it is right now. It's actually starting to go into fall right now because you guys were at the autumn festival. So, yeah, it's starting to become fall. This would be pumpkin spice season. Well, well I'll, um, you know, it's, it feels a little too early um, to actually wear these, but um, I, I think I'm going to be glad I have them in a little bit. But yeah, add them to your sheet, and I am calling them the pumpkin boots of Sasquatch. Okay, you're gonna want to you're gonna want to pick up a vest to go with that. I hear that's the thing. Like you get the furry boots, and you get like a a good stylish vest. Alita's just going to grab a mace and look at you guys. Like, why are we discussing boots? Shouldn't we just be going? Hey, is there? Would Boat well, know if there's somebody uh, at the monastery that could maybe bless these weapons or something? 
Roll history. I will do this. Should, should I get advantage on rolling history since it's the monastery where I grew up? I will give you a plus two. That's a six then. <laughs> you don't super duper remember anybody being able to bless weapons, but it shouldn't be a problem anyway. I need an old priest and a young priest to bless these weapons. Uh, uh, I guess I will take uh, it's just like a, a couple of daggers. I guess I'll take a couple of daggers. Yeah, there is going to be like a thin, like finesse sword you can use. Uh, so I'm looking at, I mean, you, the list of simple weapons and... I honestly, like, I'm surprised there's so few finesse swords. There's so few that aren't a rapier. I feel like if you just used a short sword slightly differently, it's a finesse weapon. Oh, you know what? You're right. A short sword is a finesse weapon. Why is that in martial weapons? Sense to me. What? It's martial? It's a martial weapon. Uh, short sword will work great. We'll go short sword. I don't, it's, it's listed as a martial weapon. I don't know what to say about that. All right. Johannes, make another dexterity slash sleight of hand check. I've got it this time. You're not going to stop me, Sea of China. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> what did you roll? I rolled a six again. So with a loud cataclysmic crash, yet another cascade of China and coffee hits the stone. <sighs> Johannes, come, come look at this pile of uh, deadly things. I'm already looking at a pile of deadly things. No, come away from that pile of deadly things and look at this pile of deadly things. I know, uh, you're, I know you're doing kind of your two shield thing right now, but do you do you want a great club? Look at this great club. Well, that club's pretty great. Uh, let's see what else we got in here. Um, hmm. Do we got? Ooh, I'm kind of liking the look of this net. <laughs> Oh, a net. Yeah, oh, I think shield and net. I've definitely seen that used in arena fighting before. That Johannes like is trying pretty... to become a Roman gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a trident now. It's a powerful combination. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm going to take the bag that these things were in. Uh, the Wait, net. the whole bag of all the weapons? No, not with any of the weapons in it. It's just net bag. You're just taking the thing they were all rolled in? Yeah. Well, is okay. it not allowed to? Does it say uh, property of S Simpson? You're... All right, so you take weapon cloth. Thing. It's probably got cuts and holes in it since there's been weapons rolled up in it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what, it's a and all the net. weapons loudly clatter to the stone as Johannes shakes out this is it, thing. Is it like wood or burlap I... or what or wool? It's going, it's, it's, it's like that, it's like that kind of not quite burlap, but sackcloth. It was like Santa's, Santa's thing. Yeah, when all the weapons tumble down and yeah. hit the ground, I barely noticed because I've been practicing loud noises hitting ground since like 6 a.m. Uh, well, if Johannes becomes a Dickensian orphan, he can just wear this. Perfect. Please, sir, can I have another? <laughs> you go into that voice so much lately. <laughs> Do I? The, uh, you're workshopping. You're workshopping your character for the next campaign. It's just going to be that Dickensian voice for the entire orphan the game. whole time. Yes. I'm, I'm fine with that. Just Poor begging. Josh looks so unhappy at that concept. Sad little Billy. I can live. I can live in my falsetto. 
it's All just right. it's just gonna be an unhappy audio experience for me. <laughs> Is everybody ready to go? Well, I was hoping we could talk to Boat's dad about this location, but apparently no one's seen him today. And he's not even coming out to see his own son off. Have you checked his you know, room? Have you gone to his room? Have you knocked on his door? I, I don't know where his room is. Oh, well, go down the hallway there and take your uh -huh. third left. And he's the first door on the right. Okay, third left, first on the right. Third left, first on the right. Solonar, please don't take too long. I would like us to get underway. Oh, I can do this very quickly. And Solonar sprints into the building and... Roll to jump over the cavalcade of broken china and coffee. Okay, I've got great news. Uh, I did roll a three. So Solonar <laughs> sprints toward the building and... Uh, Wait, Solonar, slips, look out for the... <laughs> slips on a large shard of china and does that... He does that like thing for a moment because he does have a plus seven for dexterity saving uh, where he's like waving his arms and flailing wildly while sliding forward on the thing. Uh, and then ultimately he hits that same loose cobblestone and just falls face first into a pile of porcelain. And uh, I imagine more room temperature coffee at this point since it's been I on the cobblestones for a bit. I throw my bag. Uh you to what end the and the from the uh, from the closed end and i take it and as solonar is falling i throw it like a net okay now let's see if i can there should be a there should be a one on in 20 solonar. chance whenever he throws that thing that there's like a dagger or something yeah. that's still stuck in there <laughs> yeah that's called the critical failure right there <laughs> I throw it. I throw it at Solinar. I'm not sure what you want to do, so tell me what you roll, and I'll tell you if it's a success or a failure, do, and then you describe do it. Do a ranged yeah. weapon attack. Yeah. Crit fail. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, well, oh, I, but I'm a halfling, so no, I'm not yeah. serious. <laughs> crit fail. Are you serious? Did you crit fail twice in a row? Yeah, really? which oh, means that amazing. I crit failed, because I'm a halfling. <laughs> All right, oh my God. so <laughs> Johannes throws the cloth at Solinar. However, he did not realize that the reason the weight of it is good for throwing is because there is a counterbalance of a knife in the in the thing still. Uh, so Solinar, you're going to go ahead and take four damage. I rolled max on that. Sorry. Knife uh, to the knife to the back. <laughs> Yeah, knife to move. It's like you, the, it hits you and then you fall on it. Uh, in the essence of fairness, is that accounting for however much damage I'm taking for falling into a into pile glass. of broken shards of stuff? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not accounting for that damage. Okay, let me go ahead and add another d4 to that. Oh, look, it's, is it a d6? <laughs> Solidar! Solidar is getting maimed and all he wants to do is talk to Boat's dad! Is it, is it a d6? It could be a D6. That's a D4. So the way the way I picture this happening is Solinar falls face first into the pile of porcelain. Uh, and he gets gashed up on the way down. And then the net with the knife hits him. And he's like, oh, at two nette. <laughs> and then... Oh. Uh, <laughs> he, he's slowly like... <laughs> 
pulls himself out of, like, with lots of clinking and clanking of broken shards of porcelain, pulls himself out of the net, and it's like, oh, that's, that's gonna leave a bruise and probably multiple scars. I'm gonna go find Boat's dad. I'll be back in a little bit, you guys. And he kind of, like, half limps up into the building. How much HP do you have left? Uh, 26. Okay, you'll be fine. It's fine. Following Boat's instructions and dripping blood onto the floor, you make your way over to Boat's like dad's room. Like a walking murder victim. <laughs> then fall Caesar. <laughs> Mr. Boat's dad. Uh, yeah, Mr. hi. He, the the door kind of opens. I guess it's Mr. Barnes makes more sense thinking about it. Oh, uh, it's it's fine. It's it's fine. What can I what can I do for you? Well, Outside, first... you hear people yelling, "Liberty, freedom, tyranny is dead!" <laughs> <laughs> As they clean shards of glass. Glass uh, or porcelain? Porcelain glass. Ah, yes, porcelain glass is how you when you make glass from a pig by heating it a lot. No, I hate this. It's so like when much. lightning strikes a pig, strikes a pig, it turns it into porcelain glass. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I hate this. Uh, well, first of all, before you ask, don't worry. All of this blood is mine. Um, but additionally, when the there was, you were gonna show us a map thing about where we were going to the shrine. God, I am. These are all really smarting a lot like i thought i was doing pretty well but like as the air gets on these it is really uncomfortable are are you okay like i mean that... grand scale yes i've been worse but uh it, momentarily this is like a thousand paper cuts is there still a dagger in your back just sticking out I think so, because Solinar hasn't noticed it amongst all of the everything else that hurts so much. Yeah. Those plates might have had yeah. rabies, too. You gotta watch out. Yeah, you gotta go get another shot. Yeah, long Solinar, you are gonna start noticing that there is a knife in you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Can I help you in some way? Like, I, Well... You're, you're bleeding a lot. Well, I've been told by uh, many a street physician... That if you get stabbed, you gotta leave it in, because it's holding in your blood. It's like a cork, but for your blood. So, uh... Good vintage. I'm gonna... I'm... No, no, no cork noise, Gabe! I saw you look <laughs> up with elation and glee! What do you mean, no cork noise? When that dagger comes out, it's a cork noise. There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> blood cork sounds like it should be the name of a town in this world. Oh hell blood yeah! Cork. Yeah, I love. I, love I want to visit Blood well. Cork. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're the mayor um, of Blood the Cork. The problem with hey, when, the problem when, is is that Blood Cork is like a very pleasant, somewhat like retirement style village. Wait, why is this a problem? Um, why is this a problem? Um, when we go to Blood Cork, things are really gonna pop off. <laughs> no! yeah. Can Blood Cork be a retirement community in the Boris Empire? Yeah! Oh, I love that. It's all just vegetable vendors. <laughs> okay. I am not confirming or denying this happening. Let's see if you guys are good. You guys, you guys can have the dessert of Blood Cork, the retirement village, if you, if you behave. 
If you're good at grandmas. Hell yeah. All right, uh, Solinar, please explain why you are here yeah. to this gentleman. Yeah, you were gonna you were gonna indicate the shrine thing that you visited some time back, generally where it was on a map, so we can get there better. Um uh, Yeah, do you have a map on you? Uh you know what? I think I do. I think I've got the map right now. I'm gonna reach into my pack and definitely find yeah I'm pretty sure this is a map here you go okay it's very bloodstained well okay not that may not be all my blood on that one because I, I was gonna say that was before the China incident that that map has seen some things if maps could somewhere... only talk so I can't give you like a, a pinpoint but it was around this area and he's gonna circle on your map Okay, perfect. That's, I mean, that gives us a lot better lead, just in case the dragon pendant isn't helpful, which it sometimes isn't. Anything else I can do for you guys? Uh, no, I think, I think that gets us well set. Did you want to see your son off? Do you want to, do you, do you guys do like a sending away thing where like everybody gathers up outside and they wistfully wave goodbye and there's like... I, I don't think that's in the cards, There's some, buddy. there's some tears... One of the one of the higher monks says something like, "Y'all come back now." Like, no, nothing like that. He's gonna kind of like clap you on the shoulder oh! and just be like, "I don't." <laughs> shoulder I don't, clap. I don't think that's in the cards, buddy. Okay, uh, that's fine. Oh, cool. oh, hey, hey, I just wanted to make sure you, you didn't pass out, Solnar. But no, you you could y'all can absolutely come and say goodbye. You're misunderstanding me. Do, do, do any of you have healing abilities? Can you patch this man up? Oh, that was racing. I am very awake now. Are, are you sure you don't want to come say goodbye? Look, we, I we don't can, think that... We can come all come in here and say goodbye. It just it just seems like it'd be... A, like, we can't be sure we're going to be back in the immediate future. Like, you don't want to say goodbye to your only son? Uh, uh, yeah, that's assuming. But what one of your greatest sons? <laughs> you, if you don't patch things up now, you may never have a chance to know your grandchildren. <laughs> so uh, you guys get everything assembled and you are now at the gates. Uh, packed up and ready to go. And someone please heal Solanar. Healing frequencies yeah. open, Captain. Johannes was finishing. He finishes cleaning up all the china. Goes up to Solonar. He grabs the dagger. Uh, he's like, "Oh, it's really stuck in there." Uh, <laughs> oh, Solonar, this one's gonna bite down on something. Oh, I got it. There it is. Okay. Well, and now I'm gonna slap you, but I'm gonna slap you very gently. Slap. There's like, there's the sound of the knife pulling out of the out of Solinar's back and there's just a brief moment of silence afterwards and then Solinar just as you're getting ready to slap him is like <laughs> and then I slap you like this and you how get, many points of slap healing is that uh all your hit points back okay spend seven yep we'll do oh thanks Johannes that's um yeah yeah, feeling feeling pretty good. Feeling feeling loose. Feeling great. That's that is, good news. That is a I think, high level of discomfort. 
<laughs> after throwing a bag at you in order to try to keep you from hitting the glass and then realizing that it had a knife in it and realizing that I stabbed my own friend in the back in his moment of need, I think I'm going to have to really... I think I'm going to have to become... Just being around all these monks, I think I'm going to have to become a pacifist for a little while. Really learn... No. Really learn some new ways. Johannes, I want to I wanna level with you here. I put Please. the knife back in the net thing i think after you had emptied it out because i was like do i want a knife do i want a short sword do i want a knife and a short sword and then i decided on just the short sword so really like this is kind of on me like i made i made my own bed here like you don't need to take ownership of my this. knife bed stabbed yourself in the back i'm my Did own worst enemy sometimes you, it's a clear act of self-sabotage Oh. <laughs> I hate to do this, uh, Brandon. Plaid cat. Yay. Inspiration point for Yay. you. Yay. Because that was really funny. <laughs> Alex always awards the uh, the worst of us, uh, and and then it's like, <laughs> why are I'm you guys surprised. so horrible? Uh, <laughs> I know. I know. I I I myself sabotage, but uh, yeah, you know. That makes me f feel better. I thought I just completely ignored a whole knife in this bag. But I, even so, because this bag can conceal things from me, I think I'm going to I'm going to leave this bag behind. I don't like to use something that I don't feel like I have a full grasp on and I can't really grasp this bag very well. And I, you know, looking at these things, none of them are really calling to me as far as the other weapons. Um I mean, maybe these like little ball bearings because they look cool. Do you want to just take the bag of ball bearings? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. It's like a much smaller bag. It's one that I can handle with my halfling hands. So you get the bag of ball bearings. Alita's going to kind of like, look, so you're not going to bring any, like, weapon weapons with you? Well, I got my, you know, I got my shields. I got my bag, bag of balls bearings. And I've got my, uh, and I've got my squirrel. Take one. Oh, okay. But what are you grabbing? Was there an axe in there? Yes. What kind of axe? Describe it to me. Paint, paint a word picture for me. So there are going to be, so like I said, you're going to have access to any martial or simple mm -hmm. weapon. And all of them are going to be very well kept if very clearly used. So they've they've clearly seen battle, probably just training battles, but at the same time, they're they're clean, there's no rust, there's no any kind of debris or anything, they're very well maintained. They all have sort of a uniform color to their handle and embellishments of a like very deep blue with what appear to be some kind of not gold, but not metal of a dissimilar color. Here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to, if I could, get an axe much like my former axe. Uh, the nice, delightful big one. But I'm also wondering if I can get maybe one or two hand axes. I'll allow it. Okay, so I'll take a big axe and then two hand axes. Oh, name them. Um, I'm going to think about it. Yeah, you can't just name them right off the bat. You got to get to know their personality first. Yeah. But I will tell you that none of these axes will have any of the supernatural abilities. Just wait. Yeah, Boat's going to curse these axes. <laughs> I'm 
I'm just telling you, they're not going to have any magical abilities as it stands. Well, yeah, as it stands. That's why I said wait. I just, the whole time you're introducing these weapons and you're like, yeah, they were probably used in a lot of training battles. I half expected you to be like, yeah, so they're like, they're nice. They're not too messed up. They're made of wood. They're completely blunt. <laughs> no, this this monastery goes hard. Apparently. Or should I say sharp? <laughs> so if you look between this blood stain here and that blood stain there, you can see that this is generally the area we're in. And Boat's dad said that the shrine should be generally in this area over here. Ooh, we better stay that's away from like, that area because that area is O negative. That's generally what the pendant se- that that seems to line up with what the pendant is saying as well. You all ready? I say let's do this. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, this way then, right? So the party is going to head down the mountain a teeny ways around the other side of the monastery. It's not going to be long before you find yourself in a dense forest. The forest itself is quiet and almost peaceful, with the really thick foliage and the carpet of leaves giving almost a sound-dampening effect. The leaves have just begun to start shifting in their colors, creating an almost stained glass effect on the canopy as filtered light glows softly around all of you. You guys travel for some time just in this peace, in this quiet. For a moment, it doesn't seem like anything could go wrong in this world, in just this calm, peaceful place. After a while of traveling, you're going to occasionally see bits and parts of what appear to have been broken statues claimed over by the forest in terms of roots and vines and overgrowth. Does it, like, prevent our further ingress? It does not. It appears actually to be sort of along y'all's your y'all's trail. What does the trail look like? Is it more like a game trail? Like, you know, barely it, visible? Roll investigation real quick. Alright. That's a 13. Okay. You can tell that the path used to be very well kept, but it has been neglected for decades, if not longer. So, boat kneels down and he like slides his hand through some of the dirt and picks it back up close to his face. He he breathes in, uh, sort of smelling it, and then he rubs his uh, thumb against his ring and index finger, and then he uh, like sticks out his tongue and tastes the dirt. And he stands up. He's like, "This path has been uh, sort of left to be overgrown, but once it was uh, quite the thoroughfare. So it seems we're treading into abandoned territory." Why did you lick the dirt? It's it has to do with tracking. It's something that I learned at the monastery. But like what does it do? What does licking it do? Well, let's say I lick the dirt and I, I detect I think- and I detect the taste of a deer hoof. Then I know deer have been this way. How many deer hooves have you had in your mouth that you understand their taste in dirt? I've had to make deer glue uh, a handful of times. So With your mouth? No, you got to taste it for consistency. Why do you have to taste de- glue for kids? Did you eat paste as a child? I don't want to hear any more of this conversation. Please stop. <laughs> it's art, not science. You you have to you you can't be taught the poetry of the glue. You have to experience it. Don't worry, team. I'll scout ahead. 
Bolinar. Bolinar. Boat is the glue. Bolinar. Boat's the. Bolinar is my favorite ship. Gross. Boat's the glue that holds this party together. And you know what they say: you are what you eat. There's a lot. There's a lot there. Kosa, were you going to say something? Um, not nothing that makes sense now. <laughs> that makes sense. Fair and reasonable. What? All right. What so, makes sense now? What makes sense? All right. So boat licked dirt, and that means we go this way. Is that is that what that means? Let's follow Solinar. That uh, he's just he's he, wow he's really going, isn't he? So you're going to continue on, all lost in your own individual thoughts. I'm going to well, what are you guys doing right now? Walking. Are there are, are there any animals around? Weirdly, you can kind of hear the sounds of animals in the forest, but there don't seem to be any close by. Um. Oh darn! I don't have my staff. <sighs> Well, I can't do the thing I was thinking about doing, so tally forth. <laughs> Continue deeper into the woods. As you guys, uh, Solinar, as you run ahead, you're going to hear under your boots a very noticeable snapping sound. <laughs> it's the sharks and the jets. Sol- <laughs> <laughs> you wandered into the wrong neighborhood. Solinar, uh... On on making loud snapping noises, immediately like slows up, and then tries to drop into a like stealthy crouch, but and like move into some brush, but immediately moves into a like partially dried out like bush, and so he's like, I'll just duck in here, and it's just like all like twigs snapping and leaves crackling and. Uh, him, like, getting half stuck, uh, because I rolled a two for stealth. Delightful. It's a total 12, but I think that's, I think that's less to do with sound and more to do with obscurity. So the party is going to more or less catch up to you by the time you're able to get yourself out of this bush. Aha, an ambush. Oh, it's you guys. Hey, Solonar. What'd you find? Uh, the this bush I scouted ahead I heard a loud noise I went into the bush the bush is terrible that's that's all I found okay you haven't found any uh you know you haven't seen anything to indicate where where we're going yet I mean this trail keeps running and running and running like me mere moments ago so are you guys just going to keep on? Or are you going to look around? Can I roll perception? I look okay. around, but I don't roll perception. I look around for a deer. I want to taste its hoof. <laughs> I rolled a 25. So not only do you see obscured by a lot of like these young tree saplings and these vines growing around it, you see this like large broken stone pedestal kind of jutting out of the ground. You also see what you assume Solinar snapped and it appears to be humanoid bones. I was hoping it was just a slim Jim. Um, Oh no, this humanoid bones, they have a name tag is slim Jim. Is is there, (laughs) what is this corpse party? Is there a full body's worth of bones? Yes. Uh, so Koza doesn't like announce that, he, oh, it's bones. He's like, 
Solinar oh. broke its arm. Did did Solinar notice what it was? No, he hasn't. He just hid in a bush. Okay. Oh, 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 okay. Um, I guess we could use some companions. And Koga um sprinkles a little. Co- bit does of Koga or does Koga? No, it's definitely Koga. Like Koga I, I, shows up and it's like, oh my gosh. and then sprinkles some dust on the bones, and then they rise into skeletal companions for us. Koga, Koza, those bones. Koza sprinkles a little <laughs> bit of spores on those bones, and a bunch of the mycelium all sprouts out and starts pulling them together into a a mass of fungus and bones. Please, um, please, when they yeah. assemble themselves, they go bone spores ready. <laughs> well, it has to stand up first, and then it says and bone name. spores ready. Ooh. Look, it's Slimothy Jimothy. Oh, oh, would you like to call this Slimothy Jimothy? Bye, Alex. Slimothy <laughs> 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 Jimothy. Oh, she's is, gone for a little bit. This is the equivalent of when we'd be in the studio and we'd make Gabe laugh so hard at something he'd have to crawl from the room. Is Alex think, trying I to. I didn't think Slimothy with Jimothy was going to be what was going to get you. <laughs> And, and, and just to clarify why uh, um, Josh just said um, Gabe had to crawl from the room. Gabe is actually 20 feet tall, so he kind of yeah. has to crawl from every room. <laughs> only way to get through the door for him. Only in specific circumstances, though. Like, if he's behind the counter at the comic book store, he's a pretty like normal-sized human being. But he's pretty huge in podcasting. <laughs> yeah. We have to put him on a skateboard and push him everywhere. <laughs> what is even happening anymore? Bone spores ready. Slim- Were you not paying attention? <laughs> <laughs> Slimothy Jimothy, <laughs> close out the episode. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. How 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 do people feel about the the sudden bone sprouting? The bungle. It's- but at bungle? this point, this is like bungle? number number twelve yeah. fungal in the bungle. Yeah, yeah. This is. I mean, in fairness, you, you all of a sudden y'all turn around and there's a oh, shambling. No, I don't even y'all turn around. I'm just like, oh, hey everybody, there's some bones around here. Did, I, I'm. I don't think you all noticed. Cows are gonna cows. Wait, what? That? Why are there bones? Why is that thing the thing it is? There's uh, bones everywhere. This area must have been a graveyard. This this cool guy once told me that if you really think about it, the whole world is kind of a graveyard. Whoa. That guy is too cool. I know. Wait, Wait those are... Hmm? Oh, I was just going to see what the cause of death is. I can tell the cause okay. of life is spores. Uh, Yeah, you can look over the skeleton with an investigation check. How about a... Um, How would you do that? A th- three... Four minus one. Uh, the cause of death was probably death. You guys might never believe me, but I think I'm on to something here. I think this guy died. Yep. No, actually, I I think I'm right there with you on that one. Are the bones oh, old or do they look like new bones? They look very new. So nothing, no jackals or anything has tapped them for the sweet, sweet marrow within. I mean, they're picked clean. Don't get me wrong. They're bones, not a corpse. 
But no, it doesn't look like anything's eaten the inside of the bones. Can these? And other than uh, Solinar breaking one of their arms, it seemed like it was in relatively decent condition. I don't like this. Because something killed all these people, and it's probably... It's only like three or four people. It's probably still here, and probably still prepared to kill people. Koza, can you send yeah. your uh, your bone buddy ahead to try to scout a little bit? Oh, okay. Um, sure. And Koza climbs on the back of the bone buddy. Forward. We'll let you know if we find anything. I'm sorry, are you making it give you a piggyback ride? Yeah. Yes. That way right. he's got a good top-down view. And while you're doing that, I'm going to lick the dirt. So, Johannes licking dirt. Solinar. I'm going to I'm going to sneak alongside you there, Koza. See what we can find. Boat? Boat, I think is going to go behind Bone Buddy uh at maybe like 8 or 10 feet. With hand axes at the ready. All right. So as those of you who are on the vanguard go forward, it's not long before you hear a. (laughs) And feel several pairs of eyes. Well, not pairs, but groupings all looking out at you. is a co-production of Alpha Comics and Games with Goblins and Growlers. Our audio production and all original music composition is provided by Gabriel Perez. He can be found at Amethyst Audiomancer on Instagram. The voice of Alita and our DM for the podcast is Alex Smith. She can be found at Alpha Comic Games on Twitter. The voice of Charles Gravyboat Barnes is Brandon Dingus. He can be found at Way of Brandalore on Twitter. The voice of Eek and Koza are Chapman Adams. He can be found at What Are Birds on Instagram. The voice of Johannes is Alan. He can be found at The Dungeon Meowster on Instagram. And finally, the voice of Solinar is me, Josh Maltby, and I can be found at Black Cloak DM on Twitter. Thanks so much for listening. Still warm. And... They must have been here recently. And I'm stopping recording. (laughs)